T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. All right, welcome everybody inside the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show, the PGP DA with you. You can download download us on iTunes, search Permission Granted Podcast, or just Permission Granted, you'll see it pop up. Also, it's available on our website, daoncbs.com. Easy to find and listen to there, just on your desktop or PC or even on your phone. So that's how you can get us. Please rate and review us. That would be great. And today's an interesting PGP. A little bit later on in the PGP, I will have Jay Berman join us. Better Berman is going to join us. And Andrew Kaplan, Cap on the WatchDA.com, participated with me in filming this year's Wienership and we're going to discuss kind of the insides of that. So that's coming up on the PGP. Noel Moraz today, he is out. Unfortunately, his beloved Jay, the Pomeranian, named after Jay Feely, actually, passed away yesterday. So he's spending some time with his family and Danielle. So we wish him the best. Condolences there. Jay was a very, very awesome dog. Many a block party. I got to see Jay. So we wish him the best. So I'm going to start off this PGP by just trying to explain what happened with this year's wienership because it was the most bizarre set of circumstances ever. By now you know we had it set up for this past Wednesday. Badlands Booker, who has competed before on this show, our show, and wienerships and wingerships and eating challenges galore, was going to participate against Robbie Rosenhaus in a hot dog eating competition for the ages wienership part five fifth year in a row we were doing this we always kind of mix up the participants but it's usually Badlands Booker in the mix and how somebody's going to try to take them down we thought that R squared would be a great 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 challenger as you now know I'm not going to belabor this point but Robbie bailed on us and so we were left scrambling every year we have had to file certain forms and have an EMT on on hand to make sure that there was all health ramifications were taken care of, I's were dotted, T's were crossed for corporate. Well, this year, things got scrambled because Robbie bailed on us late, forcing us to have to scramble for a late replacement By virtue of doing this, we ran into far more corporate hurdles than ever before. And we were 
it was an 11th hour race, which is kind of why you heard me mention it on the show, but not really go all out in promoting it. Because frankly, we had no idea how it was going to come out. Last week, I had spoken to corporate last week, and a lot of this had to do with we have new ownership now. CBS was purchased by Entercom Radio uh, in the really at the end of last year. So this kind of took place, I think it was January 1, 2018, I believe. Anyway, new ownership in place. So new corporate structure, thus new ramifications, thus more different things we we were unable to identify or we were unable to identify in advance of this. And so Robbie left us high and dry. We began scrambling last week. You heard Mraz's exasperation in his voice And that was all real. We didn't know how we were going to do this, and we had already had it set up that Badlands would come in on Wednesday before the hot dog eating competition. You might say, well, DA, why not just push it off to middle of July or August or just give yourself some time? Because Nathan's, by virtue of our kind of gentleman's agreement with them, want to partake and provide us the hot dogs and Badlands Booker to promote the July 4th event. For them... By the time July 5th rolls around, they're like, well, it doesn't do us much good to promote anything because Nathan's hot dog eating contest only happens on July the 4th. If we did it on July the 5th or anywhere after that, you'd be promoting the 2019 Nathan's hot dog eating contest. So I totally understood that. So we had it scheduled for Wednesday, this Wednesday before the July 4th weekend or July 4th, the weekend before July 4th, a week in advance of Independence Day. EMT was set up. Nathan's was set up. Badlands set up, and so we had to shoehorn it into Wednesday. Long story short, we just were unable to do it because of the cramped timeline and the new regulations and the new hurdles that we encountered. So by Wednesday, it was Badlands Booker is just going to come in and just do an interview, and we're just going to interview Badlands about the competition and kind of get his thoughts on what's your angle, you know, what's your preparation, you know, how can you take down Joey Chestnut? And he's a great guy, and I love him to death, and he's always been wonderful to us. So at the very least, I wanted to make sure we had Badlands on. Okay, everybody agreed to that. My bosses, superiors, legal, everybody. Okay. Lo and behold, Badlands doesn't show up. He gets caught in traffic. We're supposed to have him on. Nathan's is here with hot dogs, with you know, with with Badlands, but he doesn't show up for the interview, so we never get him on the air. So after the show, I'm like, I'm sorry we never got to Nathan's. I'm sorry this whole thing has kind of been crazy, but I'll tell you what. Why don't we set up a table outside of the studios, away from CBS, and this will just be for my individual Nomad series, my digital travel series that you can watch on YouTube. Why don't we set this up for that, and we'll do a video production of this. We've got the hot dogs. We've got you. We've got Booker. We've got the EMT. Everything's going to be cool. We'll do it for Nomad. Nothing to do with CBS Sports Radio. They're like, great. We love it. So we ended up setting up a table in Manhattan, in lower Manhattan, with Badlands. We trek over there. We get them there. And boom, we start setting up the hot dogs and a camera shoot. This is where I will bring in digital simulcast extraordinaire, 
Andrew Kaplan. You see his work daily at WatchDA.com, our digital simulcast, of course. And, Cap, you were the second cameraman on the Wienership 5 taping with Badlands Booker yesterday. You actually helped bring down all of the equipment yesterday. That's right, yes. With Badlands, the table, the hot dogs, the cameras, the equipment. There's a lot of equipment. Set it up, and you've seen some of the footage. I've edited most of the footage. Let me tell you, it has come out epic. I can't wait to see it. Epic. I mean, it felt like we had a three-camera shoot there. It's very professional. Because you had your GoPro camera. That's right. And you connected that with a tripod to the end of the table. And so it was like splash zone. Right. Right. It was like in Booker's face. We got all the drippings. Table level. Yeah. Kind of looking up at us. And then I set up uh, my phone as a camera on the edge of the table from the far side, shooting at us kind of like laterally. And then you had the other phone that you had shooting it handheld. So we kind of had... <laughs> This is so ridiculous. <laughs> we had a three-camera shoot for this thing, and it really came out great. But those shots on the GoPro from underneath are so incredible because you see Badlands belly just yeah. pouring out it's of It's really that. a great view. You don't get to see it like that often from that angle. I know. It's frightening. From up, you're looking up his belly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and had you ever been witness to any of his other uh, hot dog eating challenges? Uh, never in person, no. Okay. It was a sight to behold. Yeah, how was it in person? Uh, it was inspiring, honestly. He <laughs> just goes for it, and he doesn't care, and he's got a routine and motions, yeah. and you see the little intricacies of it. It's impressive. He's a showman, too. He really is, yeah. What I liked was that you were kind of constantly laughing through the whole thing. It was hard not to. You know, and you were kind of audibly laughing, which is great, because sometimes you're a tough audience, but I'm going through the footage, and I could just hear you laughing in the background. <laughs> well, when he starts dancing around to try to get the hot dog down, <laughs> and there's just buns and water, and the rain is coming down, going everywhere. I know. I showed the early, the first, kind of the early version to my fiance, and she's like, boy, the rain makes it seem even more epic. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it was Kind of like NFL films, right? Yeah. <laughs> like slow motion rain coming down. God. It was so good. And then I I zoomed in on his face when he's shoving the hot dogs in his <laughs> mouth. His cheeks are swollen, and then he's like dripping Gatorade out. Yeah, oh. It's like his mouth expands. It's like a snake. <laughs> Try to get as many hot dogs in. I put it in slow motion, and it just, it was really tremendous. Yeah. So. Your shots are great. I can't wait to see the final product. It's it's so fun, and uh, I'm glad it worked out that way because I think us doing it not at the studio, us doing it out on the streets of Manhattan yeah. actually gave it another another life, a it different life. It was great, life. yeah. Only a few security issues where some people wanted us to move, but you yeah. handled it very well. <laughs> you were like, just be 10 minutes, we'll be out of your way. It's only 10 minutes, only yeah. 10 minutes. And they were like, oh, okay, right, yeah. 10 minutes. And then people were driving by like, hey, Badlands. Yeah, people knew Badlands. Yeah. Then there was a group of kids. Did you see there was like a class of kids <laughs> no. were on the far side of the street? And I said, this would be great if they kind of came up and watched this yeah. carnage. But uh, I think the teacher wanted them to keep moving. Yeah, probably better they didn't see that. I don't know what these guys are doing. Yeah. So Wienership 5 captured on video, Nomad style. The video will be released uh, hopefully later on today on Thursday. So Can't wait. Cap, glad to have you aboard on My that pleasure. one. That was good. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. 
Play it at play.it. All right, so now we enter into a part B, and Jay Berman joins me. B for Berman. And Burms, better, better Berman. Now you're Jay Better Berman. You used to be Bitter Berman. <laughs> now Better Berman. Yes. But you told me you were Better Berman more than a year ago, probably two years ago. Do you still feel like a Better Berman? Things just could not be any better for me. I love my shift. Uh, I love being here with nobody, uh, talking to nobody, uh, staying here till 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's as good as it gets, DA. I'm not going to lie. Well, so that's interesting. So with the changes, I guess this happened in January? No, this is over a year now. This was April of 2017. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that yes, long. Yes, I remember this well because that's, uh, that's the time in my life when things got better, you know? That's sarcastic. I don't know. That's for your listeners to decide. So a year ago, you end up moving to the shift that is 8 p.m. to 3 a.m.? It's 7 to 3, correct. 7 to 3, you're doing updates, and... You're saying at 3 a.m. you don't see anybody because it's No, just... I don't see anybody at 7 either. It's amazing how this place clears out at uh, 6, 7 o'clock on a, on a weekday. It's just the Bill Ryder crew. Correct. And then it's Scotty Farrell's crew. Correct. And then it's Amy's crew. Correct. Um, I, know, I know you don't want to. Are you doing okay, though? I'm doing well, DA. Thank you for asking. Are you kind of not, and you're just you just don't want to sound bitter? I would say this: it's a wonderful combination of both bitter and better. <laughs> so you're actively trying to be better. Yes, you're actively trying to have a better attitude, more optimism, keep the posture straight, the smile on the face, and um, the expectations <laughs> will uh, nothing nothing but get better. Has your wife, has Paula kind of encouraged you of how to, like, treat this whole thing? Uh, yes, get a new job. Okay, so that's her life advice. That is her life okay. advice. <laughs> Start applying and don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't want you guys to move. She likes it here in New York. She's a New Yorker, um, right? I think she's, yes, she's um, born and raised. Uh, but I will say... Um, we do not have children, and I don't think we're planning on having children, so an adventure could be in the cards. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't think she's adverse to the idea of going. Now, look, we're not going to uh, move to Chattanooga, Tennessee, but maybe there's a Chicago or a Boston or an L.A. or a Miami, something like that. Okay. All right, very good. All right. Now, I don't want to bring up his name, so I won't, and I, I don't want to bring up I think I know who you're talking about. R squared, because I know you don't like talking about him. Yeah. And it feels like every time you're on, you're talking about him. So I don't want to do that. But I do want to ask, did you, I wanted Rob, sorry, I wanted him to be in the mix for that overnight producer's role. He was not. You would have seen him then. Yeah. With Amy. Would that have been better or worse for your shift? Because you don't see anybody. He at yeah. least brings a little... Um, personality. I, it's funny. Of all the candidates, I and I just it just slipped my mind. It's nothing personal. I just didn't. I wasn't under the impression that he was. Well, he wasn't a candidate, right? No. Okay, so apparently I, he had missed the window to apply yeah. because he was out got a flat lot. tire that day. <laughs> His car broke down. But I mean, since you need a little maybe personality around the middle of the night, yeah, you know, would that have helped to have somebody that's kind of like that? I, I, that that might be two type A's butting into each other. Amy <laughs> is very outgoing and boisterous in a good way. Sure. And Robbie Rosenhaus is, um, uh, and I, uh, to be fair, I don't know him that well, but I will say that I believe 
um, two type A's in that setting, overnight, lot of a um, lot of tiredness, if you will. Yeah, uh, that might not work too well. Yeah, I think that's fair. Now, on the last PGP, you kind of suggested in, in, in both previous PGPs that I was simply stirring the pot. Oh, it's a it's a DA class. <laughs> but I kind of wondered when I heard that. Do you think that I don't believe what I'm saying? Like, I was promoting R-squared for this. Yes. Do you think I'm just doing this totally artificially? Or- no. No. Um, it's one of those things where um, there is, as my grandfather said to me once, there's truth to all humor. Okay. So um, I believe that there was a percentage of you that believe that deep, deep down. Um but there's also a part of you that loves to stir the pot. I've said this multiple times. Sure, I know. Um, so, I, and you are excellent at um, not manipulating, but you are excellent at, I, I don't know how else to say it, I'll just say stirring the pot. Uh, and you have a wonderful talent for doing that. And you have these hanger, hanger-ons, if you will, <laughs> like Sean and Bilotti and all these guys that, like, <laughs> at your feet, and they just dive right in, and, and you lead them, and they, they'll follow you at, at every turn. And that's kind of interesting because Mariz and I have clashed many times in the past. Yeah, I think <laughs> not so much with Rosenhaus, though. I think if we use this as a, as a topic of recent, um, of recent um, whatever, um, I, I think that he is on board with your pot stirring when it comes to Robbie Rosenhaus. Well, I think that... Mraz came around to my side realizing how much potential Robbie provides in an on-air capacity. I will say this. I said to Sean last week, I believe on the PGP, um, that I didn't quite understand the... Um, Infatuation, right. I believe was your word. And he said, well, Jay, he ate ice cream and salsa. That's what, that's what, that was his response. And um, not that that wasn't funny, because I thought it was funny. That's just not enough for me. Um, to buy into the Robbie Rosenhaus um, uh, tsunami, if you will. (laughs) Totally understandable. I just want you to know that everything that I do, if it does feel like pot stirring, certainly might be for the on-air effect of it, for the the soap opera, for the drama, for the the show. Two things. But I do really believe these things. You're well within your right to do it. It's your show. You can do whatever you want, BS or true. Um, but I also think um, that's what makes you you. You're really good at that. Um, you're smarter than most of us, so it is. It may come off, and I'm not saying it's it's disingenuous, but it may come off as legitimately, um, legitimately honest. And I'm not suggesting you're not honest, but there is also that little bit of this might work. This could be real good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I totally. It's the combination. You know, it's it it is kind of akin to I grew up watching Bugs Bunny cartoons, and it's kind of akin to like Bugs Bunny putting a stick of dynamite into like you know uh, Elmer Fudd's gun right. and lighting the fuse. Right. And I can't wait to see what happens when that dynamite explodes in that gun. I don't want to kill Elmer Fudd. But I do want to see what happens when it explodes in his face. Without and, and look, I'm not a host, so I'm not telling any host. It's like me telling a parent how to how to parent. I don't have kids, so I, I stay away from that. So I'm not suggesting that any host um, is good or not good at their job. But I think it's one of the things that makes you stand out as a host is that you're able to do those things, and there are hosts that need to do those things. 
um, perhaps not forced and intentionally, um, but uh, they could certainly take a page from the uh, from the DA playbook. You know, it's funny because there are just some shows that are so dry. I was just going to say the word dry. I'm not talking about on our network. I'm just saying sports talk in general. Yes. I listen to across all networks and local and national platforms. And I'm like, boy, there's only so many ways we can chop up where LeBron's going to go. There's got to be something else. And so everybody has characters in the office. Everybody has weirdos in their family. Everybody has these kind of like insular things. And I think that bringing those out in a public forum, a show, gives it a little another layer of like, oh, this is not just talking about whether the Lakers will trade Kawhi. I think credit is is something that um, we need to give you for, for multiple reasons. One, I think at first people thought, oh, you know what? They're doing this because it's the overnight show. It's the kooky overnight show. And then when you went to 6 to 10, it transitioned perfectly. Oh, it's the 6 to 10. We'll see. 9 to 12. These are all, <laughs> it, it transitioned. In it's fact, the same plays. It's We're running more, the same playbook. Right. It's more, it works. Why not? Why not? If they're in prevent defense, you go over the middle. Right? <laughs> you just you take what they give you. So I credit to to you and your team for um for making the transition from from overnights to nights to mornings. It's been um it's been brilliant, I will say that. Well thanks, Jay. I think it's funny too because Mraz went from being the show pony, like we'll kind of like Oh, ma- he still trots. Manu- Kind of. We'll still maneuver him there. But now Mraz is starting to think, like, how can we build this into this? How can this be a storyline? So it's almost like student has become teacher. Mraz now kind of understands that part of it. Which is why he loves Rosenhaus. And I hate to get back to that. Uh, No disrespect towards Robbie. But that's (laughs) Sean found someone um, as close to him as he possibly could. He stepped in it with Robbie Rosenhaus. And I think that's why he... Hey, Jay, he ate a pint of ice cream and salsa. And I was like, yeah, okay, great. I'll eat a pint of ice cream and salsa, but I'm also not 750 pounds. <laughs> well, he's not 750. But do you think, because I actually think, and now I can't really do this anymore because Robbie's burned this ultimate bridge, but I kind of think that Mraz versus Robbie in like a quick hitter debate segment would be hysterical. Uh, I think you know Robbie better than I do, and I think uh, you know Sean better than I do as well. One of the things that Sean is is wonderful at is um, taking an absolutely awful stance on something yeah. and digging his way out of that paper bag. Better than anyone I've ever seen. Yeah, which is why I actually think, um, I think Twitter does him an injustice because I believe that he's a much better... Um, um, debater in person than he is on Twitter. Real bad on Twitter. Well, he just makes these declarative statements that are that are just silly when he and he. There's no substance to any of them. Totally agree. And he knows. And for that, I guess I give him credit. Um, he knows what um, what will get a, a, a rise a, a rise out of people. Um, but I do believe that he is better at the in person debate uh, than he is on Twitter. I totally agree. He digs his heels into totally ridiculous stances, awful takes, terrible opinions. Yeah. But if it's only a sentence on Twitter, you can just easily dismiss it or just crush him, and then that's the end because he doesn't really know how to, like, give and take there. Yeah. But if he's doing it on the air, 
he can work his way through it, talk his way through it, make a point that kind of seems somewhat reasonable, and you have to kind of like be like, oh, okay, but maybe you're wrong. But on Twitter, all of that context is lost for Mariah. It's it's very much surface opinions on Twitter. You can't. Um, there's no. Um, there's no nuance, especially no. with him, because he's not he's not really a wordsmith. He's like Dollar General Skip Bayless. Totally, 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 totally. That's a great analogy. Uh, but I think it does him an, a, a, a disservice. It really does, because I think he's he's smarter than his than his Twitter feed, than his timeline. He's smarter than the way he writes. Yeah, well, his writing is a disaster. He is he is not book smart. He's street smart. And I think there's a huge difference. <laughs> but he also ate dog crap. Yeah, well, so I don't know if he's that street smart. Rest in peace. <laughs> I think we need to. Was that Jay's poop? Yes, it was. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, he's great, in a better place. The great dog poop caper. Yeah. Huh. Wow, that just took a <sighs> serious left turn. <laughs> That's on me. My apologies. That was a dark turn for the PGP. <laughs> well, it's good to know that uh, you're a healthy combination of bitter and better, Jay. And I thank you for dropping on by. Thank you for having me. As I've said multiple times on this forum, I am a starter, not a bench guy. I love that. I love that attitude. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. Jay Berman joining us here on the show. That will wrap up the PGP. Hopefully, you guys will check out this week's Nomad, which is the Wienership Part 5. I highly encourage you to do so. It's on all of our social media accounts and, of course, on Nomad YouTube page. Just search Nomad of My Name on YouTube. Have a great week, everybody. We will talk to you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.